Welcome back, Lawless listeners. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm Ellie. Before we jump into our story today about an incredible Lawless lady, I just want to take a minute to chat about women in crime. Yes. As we record these episodes, I've been watching more documentaries on YouTube, and I'm noticing that we, as an American society, always seem to underestimate women. And it's definitely showing up in these criminal cases. So the majority of these documentaries include men interviewing women, or it's a man's perspective Mm -hmm. on these females committing the crimes. And let's be honest, sometimes men don't understand and they just don't get it. Yeah, there's subtleties that women have that men, I think, struggle. Yes, exactly. To pick up on. Yeah, and there was this one blue-haired old white man that was mansplaining about how women feel vulnerable, we're fearful, we always feel like we're victimized. That's why women love to watch true crime stories Hmm. and hear about serial killers. And I'm like, I don't feel like just every day I feel like a a little victim. I need to watch these true crime episodes to understand how to handle any situation in life. It just seems so interesting that Hmm. they're perspective on why women do love true crime. So I'd love to hear from all the listeners, why are you interested in true crime? And Ellie, why are you interested in it? I don't know if I really asked myself. I think I first got into true crime because I was like, I want to know what it takes to not be the victim of a crime. I think a lot of times we're told as kids, especially as young women, to be careful. Don't talk to strangers. Don't get in anybody's cars. But criminals have gotten so clever and Mm -hmm. so insidious in how they attract their victims and their prey. I called them prey. Yeah. Um, Well, they're hunters. They They are. Little hunters. So my fascination with true crime really started as like for educational purposes Mm -hmm. because I kind of can't, I feel like we can't really rely on our societal measures to protect women as they should. I mean, look at the statistics for women who are reporting rape and how many times the person who raped them actually goes to jail is so low. So So I think as a whole, women have just lost a lot of trust in the policing system and the justice system. So instead, we're like, okay, well, the next best thing is let's figure out how to avoid it altogether or how to maybe get away if we are the victims. I think that's kind of where... We're noticing in a lot of these cases that the people committing crimes... A lot of the times they're doing it to people that are close family members, friends Mm -hmm. in their small community. And it is less of a stranger coming and hunting their prey, as you say, you know. That's Um, true. I think true crime gave me trust issues. A little bit, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Women get these names when they're criminals. They get these names like Angel of Death and Jolly Jane. There are these situations where women throughout history, getting into marriages where they're maybe stuck in a situation and they think their only way out is to murder their husband, you know? And so I think it's, it's more about not just one little moment, but it's what their opportunities are and, and their environment that they're in Mm -hmm. but um it's kind of interesting because there's like the angel of death term was given to female nurses who kill elderly people to kind of put them out of their misery Mm -hmm. but it is still a form of murder and there's also um the 
the fact that a third of women in the world that are incarcerated, they're in the U.S. Uh-huh. So that's just crazy to also see that. And, you know, if we learned anything from all of these true crime episodes, it's really don't underestimate us lawless ladies. No, you can't. You can't. You can't. We'll take you out back and we'll fuck you up. (laughs) (laughs) But like really dainty. Yes, exactly. You know, we'll do it with our heels on. And so that leads me into the story today about a woman who was a queen of a gang, and her name is Alice Diamond. Ooh. Have you heard of her? I have not heard of Alice Diamond, okay. but I would like to just point out that that is a kick-ass fucking name. It is. Alice Diamond, Diamond right? Like, oh. she has to be a criminal with that name. A criminal <laughs> or, like, the lead singer of a 1980s big hair, hair band. band. Yes. Alice I agree Diamond. with you. Yes. I mean, come on. That also sounds, yes, very much. She had two choices. Yes. <laughs> crime. Like, crime. Or being a rock star, you know. <laughs> um, and she was queen of the 40 Elephants. Have you heard of that female gang? No. Okay. Okay. But elephants are my favorite animal. <laughs> So I'm doubly excited today. (laughs) Okay. And these women were in London. Triple whammy. I know. I know. Are you just trying to woo me? Yes, These are just all of my favorite things. I know. I was like, as I was literally watching this documentary about Alice, I was like, Ellie's going to love this. She's going to be pissed I picked this woman. (laughs) No, I'm always happy to have a story told. Okay, good. So we're going to jump in. The 40 Elephants was a working class gang of women, and they specialized in shoplifting, blackmail, and extortion. They worked under a queen of their gang and in London and they were around for almost a century but like it could have been longer it was from 1870s to 1950s era oh my god Jenna you didn't even mention it was turn of the century time is that your favorite era in London Jenna that's my uh, there's nothing better than Victorian women in Victorian London Fucking just kicking off with their crimes. I love yes. it. Let's keep okay. going. I love it. I'm so, so we're going to jump in. So, during this era, women were wearing those like huge dresses and skirts. They mm-hmm. had like that hoop like bottom. Petticoat? Yes, a petticoat. <laughs> oh, girl, you know all the words. <laughs> and so, this actually made it easier for them to shoplift because they could put expensive things under their dress in their little panties. Yeah, <laughs> those. <laughs> The The petticoats, the blooms, blooms, all of the words that we could use. (laughs) The 40 elephants, their original area of operation in London was a borough of Elephant and Castle. So that's kind of where the gang got their name. And so they were wives, sisters, and girlfriends of a local male gang called the Elephant Mob. Okay, okay, okay. And so the elephant mob had all these men that were part of a gang doing all this stuff, you know. we don't care. And (laughs) as their husbands started getting arrested for the crimes, the women took over running the operations of the gang members. And so then they formed their own female gang. The fact that they had 40 women in this gang, obviously their men were awful and crimes. (laughs) (laughs) Their men kept getting arrested. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
what was the revenue increase when it switched hands oh, from men to it. women? Right, <laughs> like, started invoicing and shit. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. So our queen Alice Diamond lived from 1896 to 1952 in London. She was considered a full-figured woman, and as a plus-size curvy woman, I hate that term. But that's what everyone uses. So she was a curvy, voluptuous woman. She was 5'9". So that was actually like super tall Mm -hmm. during that era, especially for a woman. I mean, it's still tall today. Yeah. So she had this presence and she was larger than a lot of men during that era. And guess what? Alice Diamond. Guess what she wore on her hands? Diamond rings. (laughs) I was going to (laughs) say, you're making it a little tough there, Jenna. (laughs) Diamonds. 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 With our girl's best friend. Yes, exactly. And she had knuckle busters on her hands. Fuck yeah. So she was this badass, right? She could punch as strong as a man, and her diamond rings caused a lot of damage to people's faces and bodies. So now we know. Don't. Go ask Alice. No. Don't do not do Don't. Don't ask Alice. At age 17, she already had a record, a criminal record. She took after her parents, who were, guess what, also criminals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Carrying and on the family name, I exactly. see. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Her father was probably so proud of her. Probably. He had a laundry list of arrests. He pushed the Lord Mayor's son's head through a window. Had a little oh. temper. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. And that didn't get him a beheading? Um, I don't know what happened to him if after Shackles. that, but <laughs> probably, probably something pretty intense. Because this was the time where they'd have to, you'd have to be sitting in the town square, right? With Shut your wrist up. through and your head under, like, That was that in the early 1900s. Yeah. yeah. The, I, I don't know the word We're for that thing. To, I'll think of it. Yeah. Insert, insert, insert here. (laughs) Word that we both forgot. (laughs) But you know what we're getting to. So Alice was actually a very clever thief. She even used someone's ID card during World War One to get into the munitions factory. Police think it was to gain access to their materials so she could then make explosives. Oh my God, Alice. Do you know how explosives got to European gangsters? No. American gangsters. They brought over these bombs. You're welcome, Europe. (laughs) God, we really are just the worst. You know, we um, make everything worse. (laughs) Yes. We make it easier to kill people in America. That's true. That's what we are number one in. You know, guns, bombs, all the things. And in 1916, at age 20, Alice became queen of the 40 elephants. So she was young, 20-year-old. Wow. um, Leading this whole girl gang, right? And Alice was extremely organized. She probably would have been a project manager Mm -hmm. in today's era. The network was developed connections with women and friends. Everyone that was, like, in the gang was either a friend or a family member to someone. So there were these deep connections. They really created this community of women. Oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah, right? Alice organized the 40 elephants into cells of about four to five women. And each of these cells then strategically would attack or or target stores all at the same time. So she would send a couple people into each of the stores. And it was to spread the police thin across all of the stuff happening. And then it was also to surprise the stores. 
And so... My, the, my, what a clever little Alice I we've know, got. so clever. The 40 Elephants women, they could just walk into a store and strip it without anyone noticing. Oh, that's skill. Yeah. Since they were this, like, family of friends, they all supported each other, and it was like a sisterhood of alibis. Oh, so fucking smart. Right? Let's recall, you know, the early 1900s. We didn't have video cameras. We didn't have those little ink detector (laughs) explosion things. Uh, Also don't know what that's called. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) There weren't, like, electronic devices for security. Many of these stores maybe had only, like, one or two associates, like, actually working in the Mm -hmm. store. Having these cells of women coming in and distracting the sales associate made it easier for the thieves to fit all the numerous items inside their garments without pockets mind you (laughs) yes a lot of times they would have a bag okay my midwest fell out b-a-g i'm trying to say a bag a bag (laughs) a bag they would fill a bag up with all of the stuff that they were trying to steal and then another woman would come in swap it with an empty bag (gasps) And then fill that one up. And so Holy they were taking the product sh- they were taking out. So much. So much. It was just insane. Sometimes a woman would faint to cause a distraction. Mm. And then her lawless lady friend would then steal a bunch of stuff and run out or, or sneak out some way. They actually would then create like hidden pockets in the dresses so that you could fit more stuff in the pockets see the first pockets yes they (laughs) first pockets for women this is why in the later 1900s they remove pockets (gasps) for women fuck you alice alice you're the reason Because you were stealing all the shit. So they had extra voluminous knickers, you know, Mm -hmm. to put all the stuff in. And one woman even had a fake arm. And then she would put that on and then she'd use her real arm to, like, steal items then. Holy shit. Again, clever ladies. I think the theme of this this episode is clever. Very clever. So clever. The 40 elephants focus their heist on like small things, exclusive items, furs, leathers. They really were stealing because they wanted to be more glamorous and they were very aspirational. One of the reasons that they weren't actually caught was because they would sell anything they stole. They never were caught wearing it. Okay. And then once they sold that stuff, all of that money, they would then buy trendy glamorous things. So they were going into these stores and they looked like the rich women that usually shop in the stores mm. because they were wearing all the things, had the hair done, the makeup, all the stuff. They tricked the sales associates, right? Got you. Yeah. The 40 elephants had the largest shoplifting gang ever reported. Which is pretty legit. Another thing that they also did was they would forge documents and tell wealthy families that they were maids. And then they'd get their trust built and then they'd rob them in the middle of the night. Oh, Isn't that insane? So sneaky. So sneaky, right? Oh my God. See, so it's not just like picking up a pack of gum at the shop. It's like they're fleecing people. Yeah, exactly. And the one thing that I kind of like is... Taken from the rich, a little Robin Hood style Robin Hood happening there. But but weren't they just keeping it for themselves? I 
mean, but they were disadvantaged women in the fact that their husbands and everyone <laughs> their were husbands in prison. husbands were gang members, though. Yeah, they were in prison, so they had oh, nothing else to do trim. but steal. <laughs> they were, uh, that was just the environment that they were put yeah, in. Let's just, we'll go with that. Uh, yeah, so, you know, I could, um, I could make you be comfortable with any crime. Of course you can. Yeah, yeah. I could, I could flip that script. Just, it's Roberta. Yeah. Roberta Hood. Yes. <laughs> Roberta Alice's younger sister actually was also in the gang. Her name was Annie. Mm-hmm. And what Annie did is she put some jewels in a detective's pocket. So it looked like he stole the jewels. <gasps> what? Yes. Oh my God, Annie sounds like a cool ass chick. Yeah, right. So she's just taken after her older sister and her whole family of criminals. You know, they just came out stealing stuff. (laughs) My God, we're not telling you to go frame cops. Don't go frame cops. Alice actually, she made a lot of the decisions as the queen, and everyone had to go through her. She was like a general of an army, very much in control. She was so controlling. A lot of the 40 elephants got mad at her because she attacked one of the 40 elephants and her husband. It was because she did not give them permission to get married. Oh. So she didn't actually attack them, but she had other people yeah. do her dirty work. And is sounding less cool. I know, right? <laughs> So, you know, sometimes the being a leader of a gang, yeah. it gets to your head. Just go straight to the head. Goes, uh, yes, exactly. And you forget so, who you were, Alice Diamond. Alice, come on. Alice pled not guilty, although she was sentenced to 18 months in jail for oh. the attack. Okay. She was never arrested for being a thief, but she just got this arrest on her record. When she got out of prison then, a new queen was then in charge of the 40 elephants. So she oh, lost she her crown. She lost her crown. She did. But she was still a member of the gang. And after World War II, security in department stores got better. There was a lot of gentrification happening. These women that were living in the city, they were starting to move out more to the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Alice was a wonderful mentor. As a former queen, she got Shirley, the next one up, prepared for the role, trained her, passed on her skills. Mm -hmm. Then Shirley became queen of the 40 thieves, the 40 elephants, in the 1950s. Alice ended up passing away in 1952. Her arms just stopped working. She could could steal no more. (laughs) woke up one morning and had good old floppy arms like she just she could, they would they stopped working that's so fucking funny she used him too much too much stealing happening so she could steal no more. wow that is poetic justice if i ever heard it exactly she didn't ever get caught for the fraud so no. maybe that's just the universe being like boop got you on got you now <laughs> got you on I love that. Was that a Brit? Was that supposed to be a British accent? No. Oh, yams. I get yams. That's what my my Bostonian Massachusetts. God. Alice had this amazing gig, and they ended up kind of continuing thievery mm-hmm. after she had passed away. But they actually ended up creating a book as well about Alice and the gang. It is called Alice Diamond and the 40 Elephants, the female gang that terrorized London. Ooh. So 
check out that book. That's the story of Alice. Yay! Thank you, Jenna. Yeah. God, it must have been so... It, it just sounds like it was so much easier to get away with crime in the turn of the century. Yeah, before technology yeah. really happened. Now it's like you're going through TSA at the airport and they scan your face. You don't I even know. need your ID anymore. Biometrics, it's so creepy. And now we have AI. So it's really interesting what's gonna happen with crime. Yeah. Except they were a little more sneaky back in the early nineteen hundreds when they were stealing a little bit. Putting in their petticoats. All I, that's what I'm thinking of is like the actual visual of them stealing because like the petticoats right it's like a big cape that goes over your yeah. like dress so they and there's so many ruffles right in their clothing so you like have to like kind of put it up or maybe they yeah. stuck it down and they probably had their friends right helping put stuff in things yeah. i'm thinking too and with all the pockets and then they just have to turn back towards the store manager and just give a little titter so they know that they're not to be or faint. Oh, woe oh. is me! Oh, all of this, uh, all of these delectable perfumes <laughs> are just oh, and all of the clothing I have on. Oh my God, it's just so hard being a woman. <laughs> run, Cecilia, run! <laughs> That's exactly. Oh I think if we lived in this era in London, we would probably be part of that gang. Oh, 100%. I would absolutely join the Because it's that community vibe. Yeah. And then, and chances are we probably would have married the mob men that are in prison. So, I mean, you know, if they were the only ones with money, <laughs> they were. <laughs> it's either a mob man or a banker. And do you know how boring a banker, banker is? Oh. Especially when banking was doing math. And oh, not like yeah. computers and stuff, right? Because they just yeah. have to sit there with their little. Yeah. What is that thing called? Abacus. Abacus? We know what they're talking about. The little. Yeah, listeners, you know what we mean, right? The little. Where you got little things on a little pole and you gotta move them over. And that's how you do your math. It is! Yay, you! High five. Thank you. <laughs> How boring. So boring. So boring. We like a lot of action and adventure yeah. and want some thievery. Zip. I want some Sounds drive. Sounds great. Yeah. I want some zip. I want some drive. Yes, exactly. I don't want jail, though. No. So no. I... We, what you have to do is find a really good criminal. Yeah. <laughs> like, like we would be after all of this lawless lady research we've been doing. General reminder, please nobody out there become a criminal. No. It's not a good life and it's not a good time. Yeah. The stress is immeasurable. And as we've seen throughout our journey as lawless ladies that they get caught. Yeah, they always get caught. They may not do as long of time as some of their partners, but... Oh, well, Jenna, don't tell them that. <laughs> but <laughs> these women are getting caught. You're going to get caught. And that's why caught. they are criminals. Okay, we're going to start putting more pockets in the clothes for women. When us ladies get a dress with pockets, it is... The best thing. Yeah. We always are putting our hands in our pockets, yeah. showing everyone, look, this dress has pockets. Love pockets. How amazing a little pocket can be in our mm -hmm. lives. See, we're the you know, bare we're minimum. We're simple creatures. We're simple creatures. <laughs> Just, and really, in female jeans, that tiny little pocket, the only thing you can fit in there is your Polly pocket. Yes. <laughs> That's two, it. two quarters and a stick of gum. Yes. <laughs> 
And no one carries quarters around. No. And that gum's going to get sticky in well, that tidy little pocket. Well, not chewed up gum. Like I know, a but, stick of it. <laughs> I know, but a tidy little stick in there. It's oh, gonna we're get, in Austin. It's going to melt uh, straight melt. into the jeans. I'm sweating in this closet <laughs> recording this. <laughs> All year round, just sweating. Just sweat. It's just a constant state of sweat. Come visit oh, us, please. Thank God we don't have to wear petticoats. Oh, my gosh. I don't know how people in... The early 1900s lived in Texas with all those clothes. It was colder. It was global warming. That mm-hmm. is true. Mm-hmm. But also summer, it was probably still 80s, 90s and all those clothes. Oh, the highest temperature recorded in San Antonio, Texas in 1896 was 102 degrees Fahrenheit. And they had no AC. <sighs> they didn't have like, maybe they had electricity with fans. They must have been. Dying. dying. No wonder why they were fainting all the time. That's crazy. That is crazy. That blows my mind. I think the answer was linens, <laughs> cotton-based clothing. Like, all we're wearing is synthetic shit, which just traps That is anyway, true as so. well. Things were made custom to your body oh as God, well. Yeah. Everyone looked better back then. Yes. Right? Well, never mind. No, no, there was no bathing that. and no dentistry. Oh, I'm gonna reverse my stance. <laughs> Our sound effects are spot on. If you would like to hire us for sound effects, thank you. I was waiting, Jenna. We didn't have an advertisement invitation yet in this episode. <laughs> Every episode, we are looking for money. Please help us advertise. <laughs> One day, our advertising prince will come. <laughs> One day. One day. Hell, it's probably going to be a princess. Hey. Facts. All right. Thank you so much, Jenna. Yeah. Thank for that you. Story. This was a fun story. It I was, loved it. It was a fun to go back a little bit in time. I want to be and... Alice Diamond for Halloween. Yeah. I mean, that would be really easy. Just diamond rings all over. Yeah. Plus, also, I bet it's the part of this whole podcast is that people haven't heard about these women. Yes. And these fantastically terrible women <laughs> through history. And that's what we're here to give you, folks. You're welcome. You're welcome. Come back for another episode with us. Baby. Thanks, Lawless Ladies. Bye. Bye.